0: A fight erupts at a Florida fast food restaurant after five women clogged the toilet. A Florida man is caught stealing, claims he's not very good at shoplifting. A Florida man donates 150 gallons of blood. And a Florida man claiming to be the Joker threatens deputies with a crowbar. These are the weird stories for Friday, and they're all from the state of Florida. Because as you know, guys, on a Friday, we only do weird news from Florida. It's Weird AF News, and it's Florida Friday, and it's only on Weird AF News. A Florida brawl at a chicken wing restaurant was triggered after some women clogged the toilet. It's a great title. I like how it starts with Florida brawl. Just to let you know, there's, there's brawls out there, there's fights out there, and then there's Florida brawls and Florida fights. They're usually triggered over something really dumb like clogging a toilet. Let's get some information about these five women who apparently intentionally clogged a toilet inside a Florida chicken wing restaurant over the weekend. I don't know why you would intentionally clog the toilet at a Florida chicken wing restaurant. It's a chicken wing restaurant. That's an important bathroom because we know how hot those wings can be. And sometimes it'll hit you when you get home, but sometimes it'll hit you right after your third wing and you got to just rush right to the porcelain bowl. For some relief, and so if you're clogging a toilet inside a hot wing place, oof, that's a real big sin in my eyes. That that bathroom's important within that context. It's like you never clog a bathroom intentionally at an Indian restaurant either. You're you're a real evil individual if you do so, because we're going to need that bathroom (laughs) in the Indian restaurant. Apparently, after the women intentionally clogged the toilet, it doesn't say with what here. It could be toilet paper. It could be the drugs that they were trying to get rid of because the police were on the way. It could be some fetuses. I don't know. (laughs) I went dark there, guys. It's Florida, though. You can't discount anything. Could have been baby alligator eggs in there. that, That doesn't even make sense. I don't think baby alligators can have eggs. Anyways, a fight between these people and the employees of the Florida chicken wing restaurant, which they're not naming here. Oh, here, here's the name of it. Oh, and it's lovely. It's called Papa Bee's, and it's in Longwood, which is outside of Orlando. Papa Bee's, strange name for a chicken wing restaurant. You wouldn't think that it would serve chicken wings. You would think that it would serve bees, <laughs> maybe honey. Hey, get your sting on at Papa Bee's restaurant. It's such a strange name. Bees. What is it? B-E-E-S, like bees. This is a chicken restaurant, man. Confusing. You can't wrap your head around the motivations of Florida citizens nor business owners. None of them have brains. A supervisor of uh, Papa Bee's, the chicken wing restaurant, not to be confused with the with the, uh, a beekeepery. A beekeepery, is that a thing? It's a beekeepery. I I say it's a keepery. You call it whatever you want. It, it's a bee nunnery. The supervisor of Papa Bees told the police that the women stuffed a restroom toilet with wads of toilet paper. The women were blamed because they were the only customers inside the restaurant. We didn't clog the toilet. You're the only ones here. We didn't clog the toilet. We're here for the wings says here after the toilet was clogged on one occasion an employee unclogged it however one of the women went right inside the bathroom afterward and again stuffed the toilet with toilet paper again <laughs> it's like is this accidental or intentional I know women use a lot of toilet paper when they're even when they're tinkling they use a lot of toilet paper you would think that it would be a lot of toilet paper just for number two no women use a lot of toilet paper for number one apparently I, I didn't know that I had no idea until one time I lived with a woman. What one time I did? I lived with a woman. Can you believe she allowed that? And then uh, you know, one time I just pranked her. I busted in on the bathroom when she was whizzing, and uh, I caught her. I caught her in mid wipe, and I couldn't believe how much toilet paper she was using. She made a boxing glove out of it. And I was like, is this number two? That's a lot of, uh, that's a boxing glove of toilet paper. No, it was number one, a boxing glove of toilet paper for number one. I was so surprised. And then, of course, women like to, um, they, they often will line toilet paper all over the seat, too. They'll do that. Or they'll, they'll, if they can't do the hover, you know, the, the hover is very popular move. It's a hover. I mean... You, it's strange to imagine a, a Florida woman hovering over a toilet, given all the other germs and diseases that they're exposed to by just living in Florida. But they do it. They do it. Now, the supervisor was very upset that the toilet kept being clogged, he, he told the women they had to leave since it was also almost closing time. Uh, the supervisor then found out the toilet was clogged again and the group of women became irate, began yelling. When they were told to leave, one of the women punched the supervisor in the face and then the other women joined in kicking. Pulling hair, throwing things, punching. The supervisor sustained a cut behind her ear and bruises on her leg and arm. Another employee jumped in and aided the supervisor in this battle. And that's when one of the women allegedly slapped her and then began to throw chairs. Just throwing chairs. The fight was eventually broken up by other store employees. As the women fled, they allegedly knocked over the chairs. They threw the salt and pepper shakers. How dare you throw the salt and pepper shakers? That's a that's a big cleanup. It's a big mess. Come on, man! Not the salt and pepper shakers. Break a window before you throw the salt and pepper shakers. It's hard to clean up salt and pepper on a you know a tile floor. I don't know if it was a tile floor in Papa B's. Just imagining, all these women were very young, and uh, they're charged with disorderly conduct, battery, and criminal mischief. And, And you know, the the people that work at fast food restaurants in Florida are the real heroes down there. I think I don't know how you do it, but they all deserve a medal. And, and in my opinion, special health insurance. It should be a special category for fast food employees. Oh, you're yeah, a fast food employee? Okay, we're gonna have to get you the good, the good shit. All right, it's gonna cover everything. Being hit by a chair, being bit on the ankle, sweet and sour sauce in the eye, being dragged through the drive-thru window. We're gonna cover all of this. Special fast food employee health insurance. A Florida shoplifter claims, quote, I'm not good at shoplifting, which explains why he was caught. The article begins by saying realizing you're not very good at something could come with a huge price tag depending on the situation. After being caught stealing, a Florida man and an accused thief told the police he wasn't actually that good at the shoplifting part. His name's Daniel Kazmar. He shoplifted at a Walmart in Largo, Florida. He was attempting to swipe a bicycle pump, a lock, and an inner tube. The 53-year-old, apparently, 53 years old, you've had plenty of time, Daniel, to become good at shoplifting. What have you been doing all these 53 years? Not shoplifting? I find that difficult to believe. You're a Florida man. Perhaps he spent 53 years just learning how to work a crack pipe. I don't know if you've ever tried to work one of those. They're not easy. <laughs> take some skill. The 53-year-old Florida man apparently parked his bike, which had a flat tire at the time, outside of the Walmart location before entering the store and leaving with the items worth about $35 stashed under his T-shirt. I love how he just rolled up and stole an inner tube and a bicycle pump. Just the things that he, that he needed for his flat tire at that time. Most Florida men go in there, they're like, you know, I, I my bike has a flat tire, but you know, I think I might just steal a brand new bike instead. This guy actually gave a damn. He's like, I'm not gonna completely rip off the Walmart. I'm just gonna take what I need in life. A new tire and a bicycle pump. Mm. Maybe some Pokemon cards, you know, I'll throw that in my shirt pocket on the way out. But I mean, they're just Pokemon cards. What's the harm in that? So he stashed all of this under his T-shirt. Store security at the Walmart stopped, spotted the Florida man stealing the items. Alerted the local authorities The Florida man didn't make it very far as the accused thief was stopped by the officers right outside the store I assume he was trying to put You know the new tire and tube on his bike and pump it up to make his getaway it's, um, He didn't really think this out. I don't think now I think the best part of the story is when the police initially contacted Daniel the Florida man He made the following spontaneous statement I'm not good at shoplifting. <laughs> I'm just not good at it. What can I say, man? You know, I put it up my shirt. I heard that's something you could do, but perhaps I I should have uh, ran a little further from the Walmart, maybe parked my bike around the corner and then met up with my bike and put the tire on, but I, I don't know. I just didn't really think this through. What can I say? I'm not very good at shoplifting, you know? I I didn't even I didn't even walk briskly out the door. I just slowly meandered out the door. I'm just not good at it. Also, I'm not drunk. Next time it'd be better if I was drunk while I shoplift. My friends get away when they're high and drunk it seems. I don't know why they get superpowers from some of these chemicals and they're able to flee flee the scene on foot pretty briskly. But what can I say? I'm just not good at shoplifting. I'm going to take some shoplifting courses though. I believe they it's in the adult section at the community college. They're offering these shoplifting courses. I'll get better at it. Maybe speak to my friends when we're hanging outside the DMV next week. The Florida man was given a felony charge. A felony charge, thirty-five dollars. How is that a fel- felony charge? Was it was it armed? Was he armed? I assume Florida men are, are always armed. You know. It says here this guy was also arrested uh, the month of July. So that's just last month for stealing $20 worth of uh, drinks and sandwiches from a Walmart in St. Petersburg. (laughs) Again, he's just taking what he needs in life, just drinks and sandwiches, you know, a little spare tire for his bicicleta, you know, this sort of thing. He's not that ornery. I don't think he's more annoying than anything. Yeah, I wouldn't say that he's an an evil individual. Hard to find guys like this who really give a damn about uh, the Walmarts. They only take what they need. A Florida man achieves a milestone by donating his 150th gallon of blood. This is a very uplifting, inspiring Florida man story. There's not that many out there. Kudos to this 74-year-old Orlando, Florida man who recently donated his 150th gallon of blood. Isn't that lovely? What a good individual. Officials with one blood say that Florida man Ronald... Rebaric has been giving blood since he was, quote, a young man. Ronnie celebrated the donor milestone at One Blood's Oviedo Donor Center, saying that he's been donating in central Florida since the 1980s. Here's a quote from Ronnie, the Florida man doing good things. Well, I like helping people. And this is one easy way to help other people, even if I don't know who they might be. I don't know them, but I'm helping them. And I tell you, this is extremely helpful because we know Floridians need blood. They need blood all the time. They're constantly having their limbs bit off by alligators, iguanas, tearing off their eyeballs. And, of course, there's the flesh-eating bacteria that's in all the water down there. Not to mention the vampires. My goodness, these guys need blood down there. It says here, Ronnie started, started out giving whole blood, but then moved on to giving some platelets, Officials say he reached this milestone level because he gives platelets every two weeks. This guy's giving platelets twice a month. He gives a damn, Ronnie, the Florida man. I don't know how much you can you can trust platelets from a Florida man. You know, I I won't accept blood from a Florida man just on principle. But I thank him for his service. You know, because the blood's got to be tainted. I mean, come on, everything's tainted down there in Florida. Now, according to the press release from that company, One Blood, that receives a lot of Ronnie's platelets and bloods. They say, quote, this man has no doubt saved the lives of hundreds of patients over his blood donation career. And we're very grateful. Just lovely. It's just lovely. This is one of the most un-Florida man, Florida men I've ever seen. Of course, unless, you know, he's pulling a trick on all of us. He's like, ah, just kidding. My blood has sepsis. (laughs) Now that would be very Florida man of him. A Florida man claiming to be the Joker threatened deputies with a crowbar. This story is out of Santa Rosa, Florida. Sounds like a nice place, Santa Rosa. No, 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 not so much. A 29-year-old Florida man covered himself in some white paint. I can't wait to discover what the motive was for covering himself in white paint. He told the deputies he's the joker and threatened them with a crowbar. Uh, he's charged with three counts of aggravated assault on law enforcement. His name is Anthony Moreno. This all took place at 9 a.m. on a Sunday in front of a Best Western Hotel. A Best Western in Florida, not a place where dreams come true. Opposite, opposite. It's where your dreams go to die. According to the arrest report, the deputies were called for a suspicious individual. Suspicious? No, no way. A man covered in white paint? Not suspicious. Suspicious. <laughs> at all with a crowbar i mean just a man with a crowbar is enough never mind a man covered in white paint and a crowbar you never know what you're gonna see it's always the strange juxtaposition of things that never seem to go together a man covers his face in white paint what can we add to this situation oh how about he swings a crowbar It's though you were trying to invent this individual on some strange video game. Hey, give him white face on his paint. What should we give him for shoes? Alligators! How about that? What should we put in his hand? How about a crowbar? It was as if you were building a strange RPG character in a video game. That's the way I look at it anyways. The caller said the man with white paint on his face had acted as though he was going to throw a crowbar at him and the passing vehicles in front of the Best Western. Upon arrival, the deputies easily located the man... Of course, it's pretty easy to locate a man covered in white paint and swinging a crowbar. Moreno was covered with the white paint on his head, face, and body. According to the report, he had the crowbar in his hands. you got to say that because it's a Florida man. You don't know if the crowbar is going to be in his mouth or um, in some orifice. The report states that Moreno became combative and threatened the deputies with the crowbar. They tried to reason with him. Funny. Trying to reason with somebody covered in white paint swinging a crowbar. You got to give him props for even trying to reason with such an individual. They offered him food and drink in exchange for the crowbar. (laughs) Hey, how about you hand over that crowbar? We'll give you some nuggets. How about that? We'll give you some wings from Papa Bees. What do you say, huh? All right, all right, that's good. You won't take that? Okay, all right. What about, uh, I don't know, a banana? Huh? How about some uh, Skittles? You like Skittles, buddy? He looks like he likes Skittles, the guy swinging the crowbar with paint on his face. Offer him falafel. I have a feeling he's going to want falafel. (laughs) I don't even know how you can negotiate with such an individual. Okay, now hand over the crowbar. What can we give him for the crowbar? I don't know. A whoopee cushion? What about a... (laughs) How about that how about a baton maybe he, he looks like he might want to swing a baton around you know i don't know he seems very festive all right nothing seems to work how about we give you a gun in exchange for the crowbar okay he's gonna take the gun guys i think we're in a good position now it says while they were trying to exchange food and drink for the crowbar they were met with more threats and talks about the government and that this was the last encounter Oh, i wonder what he had to say about the government i'm sure it was fascinating He was probably like, and I want white paint available for all citizens to paint their face. Everyone should get a crowbar. Crowbar's for everybody. And the best part of the story was when the the deputies asked Moreno, what's the deal with the white paint? He said, well, isn't it obvious? I'm the Joker. I'm the Joker. (laughs) I don't think he understands how the Joker came to be. Uh, He didn't just pour white paint on himself he fell into a vat of acid first right didn't that happen that's when it really turned into the joker but then he did paint his face according to the report though deputies were eventually able to get moreno to drop the crowbar they took him into custody they noted in the arrest report that moreno was covered completely in white paint even under his clothing <laughs> which means he at one point he stripped down covered his whole body in white paint and then put the clothes back on. That's, that's a tough thing, man. Did he wait for the paint to dry before putting the clothes back on? Or did he put them on when the paint was still wet? Which would make for a very sticky situation. I have so many questions. Despite this being a pretty thorough report. There's surprisingly no mention of Batman in the story. You would think that a man who claims to be the Joker would be out looking for Batman with the crowbar. Apparently he just wanted to intercept people staying at the Best Western Hard to put your finger on what was going on here, but definitely not a superhero story to the level that I thought it would be. But at the end of the day, every Florida man that I cover in these segments is a superhero on their own level or a villain, usually a villain. Hey, my friends, loyal listeners of the Weird AF News podcast. I want to thank you for spending some time with me on this Florida Friday episode. And of course, I'm grateful for all of the Florida stories that you guys sent me. The past 48 hours, it was very helpful. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I appreciate your time as well. I know it's a, at least in the States, it's a holiday weekend, so I'll keep the outro brief. Hope you're having a great weekend, or you had one, or you're about to have one. I hope you're excited about it. I hope you're not working on Monday. Um, It remains to be seen if I'll put out a Monday episode. We'll see how I'm feeling after a, uh, a late night, which I assume Sunday will be. I'm going to be doing some uh, a little bit of uh, partying. There might be some shenanigans involved. Who knows? Who knows? I like fun, and I have it at every opportunity, as you know. Anyways, if you'd like to support the show, feel free to tell a friend about Weird AF News, especially a, a friend who is fascinated with Florida Man stories, because you know, if you're new to the podcast, every Friday we only do Florida News. So it's kind of, it's kind of a thing. It's a very popular Episode gets twice as many downloads as the others. Did you know that? Just thought I'd give you some insight into my analytics. You guys want to check out my analytics? I usually don't share my analytics, but uh yeah, I can tell you that much. Anyways, the Florida Friday episodes are the most popular, and for for a good reason, for understandable reasons, people can't be more fascinated by the strange behavior that goes on in the state of Florida. And allow it, let it be a warning to the rest of you to. Uh, Approach with caution, that state. Approach with caution. And if you're living there, God bless you, man. I mean, (laughs) they just had a hurricane down that was horrible. I didn't cover the hurricane because it just seemed so sad. The images that I saw, just like a, you ever watch a house burning in the middle of a body of water? It's just such a strange sight. And I saw more than one of those images. Anyways, I hope those of you who are living in Florida in those areas who got hit with the hurricane are okay. I hope you're okay. I really do. As much as I make fun of Florida, I do not, uh, I don't wish calamities upon the people that live there, especially natural disasters like that. That's just terrible. And I mean, but it should be a warning to, I mean, it should just click that this isn't a place to live, man. it It just baffles me that people continue to live down there. So strange. I'll never be able to, I'll never understand it. Although I try. Uh, If you guys would like to call the show, leave me a voicemail the number 646-450-2012. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. If you want to see what I'm up to over the weekend, follow me on the Instagram at funnyjones. At funnyjones. That's it. And if you want to support the show, please consider doing so. You can buy me a coffee or two off my website, weirdafnews.com, if you'd like to do that. You can also join the Patreon from my website, weirdafnews.com. Joining the Patreon is like buying me a coffee every single month. It's a great way to support the show. Also, you get access to extra additional weird content and personal stuff that I put on there, such as, you know, a lot of, well, lately I put a lot of photos from my trip to Mexico City on there so that you get access to some of that as well. So please consider joining the Patreon. You can download the Patreon app on your phone and do a search for Weird AF News or you can go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or click on the link in the description of the podcast. All right, have a great weekend and good luck with your life, man.